0: Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller purchased offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. He is a former Utah quarterback and longtime Utah broadcaster Frank Dolce with us uh, here on the Big Show and Frank, thanks for jumping on with us today uh, even though I'm assuming uh, you're like most of uh, of the Utah community feeling a little uh heart's a little heavy today I'm sure
1: I know I man it's it's uh it's nice to be on with you guys but man I mean talk about just a difficult um difficult thing for the Utah family and for the kids family and and again for you know the Jordan family to to have to relive something like this I mean it is it's tragic. It is just tragic on, in many different ways.
0: Frank, I don't know. You said it. The only way you can say it: tragic, uh, heartbreaking. Uh, what else can you say?
1: I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. My I don't know much about the the circumstances. I, I understand that uh, he, uh, he and Ty Jordan were very close and. Um, and so that was a meaningful thing for him to represent Ty and to wear his number. And, and, um, you know, I don't, I certainly don't want to speculate on any of the details and hopefully those, you know, we'll get some of those details to come out, but it sounded like, you know, wrong place, wrong time sort of scenario. And, um, that is just supremely unfortunate.
0: How um, Gordon and I were talking about this, that uh, it's, it's kind of a good thing that there's a bye week here because I don't know how you put it back together going through something like this during the season. I'm sure it was hard enough with the Ty Jordan thing in, in the off season and before spring ball, spring ball and you have months to kind of put it behind you. How, how, does, how does Utah go on? I guess
1: well, this is one of those interesting things about like uh I think that being being in a team atmosphere is actually the the best way to manage something like this um, and it's the most it's the best place where you can heal from something like this and it's the best place where you can rally um, around something like this um and I, and I don't mean rally for the sake of the team. I mean rally for the sake of all the individuals involved who are, who are having a difficult time with this right now. So, I mean, the team atmosphere, this is one of the great things about team sports is that, I mean, everybody can now, now has an opportunity to be together and to express whatever uh, feelings and emotions they're having right now and work through it. And maybe it's helpful to have another week, you know, kind of a week off, to work through this issue, uh, and then to and then to try and figure out what the right you know how to manage it appropriately going forward, and and what the right path is going forward in terms of how you feel about it, and what you want to you know what good you want to to have come from it. So, um, t- personally, a situation like this, I would rather have I would rather be in in a group of people who are all kind of on the same boat and we're all going through the same thing. And then we all experience it together and we all work through it together.
0: Well said, Frank. I don't know how you transition from that to talk about football, but uh, let me make the attempt at least. Uh, What did you think about what you saw on the field on Saturday?
1: Well, I thought, uh, you know, first of all, Job one, you know, getting the win, and so that's important for for a Utah team that I think was struggling to figure out how to win a football game. So that's that's a big deal. Defensively, I think Utah took another step forward, um, creating the turnovers, uh, uh, smothering, swarming, kind of defensive effort, an aggressive game plan by uh, Morgan Scally and well executed. By a team that uh, had lost a couple players to injury, a couple key players to injury, so that was, you know, I think those are all positive things on the on the defensive side. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm a little concerned about. I don't, you know, I don't think Washington State represents the best of the Pac-12, and so. You know, I, although I think Utah took a step forward defensively, uh, it's that's that's not going to be the best of the best that they face this year in the Pac-12. So certainly work to do still on, on that side of the ball. Offensively, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what we were hoping for out of Cam Rising, but he looked, uh, you know, I, I think after the performance against San Diego State, everybody had this expectation he was going to come in and he was going to you know, throw five touchdowns and complete 70% of his passes. And, you know, I I think we were hoping for all those things. It didn't, it clearly didn't materialize. And, and he looked uh, a little out of sorts at times. Um, The penalties, I mean, not the penalties, the turnovers are, I mean, it's just to the point of becoming maddening. If you're a Utah fan to watch this team, put the ball on the ground and, and Hans and I had a nice conversation about the game afterwards. And, and I, I said, and Hans kind of thought as well that, you know, if Utah doesn't have those three turnovers, uh, you're probably looking at at least, you know, 10 more points, probably 14 more points for Utah in that game. And then on the offensive side, you're looking at, you know, kind of a lopsided win, and you think, oh, okay, well, Utah has it figured out offensively. Coming out of this week, I still don't think Utah has it figured out offensively. If if what we got out of Utah kind of the last quarter of the game where Pledger was running over people and picking up big chunk yardage on the ground, and Utah was dominant at the line of scrimmage and, and had this efficiency in the passing game, and Rising was using his legs, I mean, if that's the team, if that's the offensive team we're going to get for the rest of the season, then Utah's in really good shape. If the team that we're going to see for the rest of the season is the team that performed for the first three and a half quarters, then Utah still, there's still a lot of work to do on the offensive side. And, and there's still work to do at the offensive line of scrimmage. Even in this game, you know, substitutions were made. They still haven't been able to settle on a starting five. And I think that's, uh, my biggest concern about Utah offensively coming off of this 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 week, even though it's a win.
0: What do you think about USC getting roughed up by the beeves over the weekend and giving up 300 yards <laughs> plus on the ground?
1: Oh, man. Brutal. Well, US, USC is clearly a team on its heels. Uh, I, I mean, I still think they're super talented. To me, that's an any given Saturday team. Like any given Saturday, they'll put that talent together. And, and they'll be able to win a game. But it doesn't look like a team that is kind of moving in the right direction. Um, and then they go and face a team that, under really good direction, is moving in the right direction. So Oregon State, my thought about Oregon State was, hey, USC looks pretty beatable at the Coliseum, but Utah also has to face Oregon State. And I don't think we want to take on the Beavs at this point. I mean, that team looked like fantastic, played hard defensively, created turnovers on the defensive side, harassed the quarterback. Slovis never got to a comfort level. And then on the offensive side, I mean, that was just like, that was fun to watch. I mean, a quarterback who just looked, stood tall in the pocket, delivered the football downfield on time, on target, and, and a running game that was menacing against a talented USC defense. So huh, the thing I took out of it is USC looks beatable, and I don't know that we really want to face Oregon State. That's a team that looks like they are on the right track.
0: So what about the South? Who do you think uh,
1: – what's going to happen down there? I mean, which of those teams do you like? Nobody. <laughs> Every team in the South is beatable. Every team in the South is like I don't look at one team. Arizona State, who everyone's picking now as number one in the South, is a very beatable football team. Maybe they just haven't played their best game, but but I think that they have have looked um, maybe above average at best. They don't. It doesn't look like a team that's playing in 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 sort of any sort of unison right now. UCLA. Maybe they're the best team in the South, but they took that loss against Fresno State, and so that's people think that's kind of a funny loss out of after beating LSU. Uh, maybe Fresno State, and I think Fresno State's pretty good. I mean, that, let's just make that point. Fresno State's pretty darn good football team, but but you still think UCLA should come out of that one, um, and so maybe UCLA is the best best team and then who do you pick third is it usc or is it utah or is it yeah i think it's probably one of those two usc or utah in the third spot third and fourth spot and both of those teams clearly beatable not not you know operating on all cylinders yet and then arizona can't you know they're i they they just may not win a game um and 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 maybe colorado Colorado. Figures out a way a way to win a game. So, I mean, that's that's how I would see it. You have top your top four teams in the South. Any one of those guys could finish up on top. I mean, I just don't. There's I don't think there's any real clear separation out of any of those four. They're all beatable. And then and then the bottom two. You know, every I think everybody maybe one of the maybe they rise up and 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 win one of those games. But the bottom two are just going to be the bottom two. So, the South just. <laughs> It it looks I don't know. It looks kinda looks kinda funny to me if you ask. Thanks
0: as always, Frank. We appreciate you
1: dropping by. Hey man, it's great to talk to you guys. Really appreciate it. Hope you have a great week.
0: Back at you. That's our friend Frank Dolce jumping on the show, talking a little Utah football. Yep. Nice I don't job. know who the best team in the South is. And I don't know who the worst team in the South is. But I know who's battling for the bottom, that's for sure. <laughs> you like those wildcats, you like those buffs. I think the the battle for the bottom is pretty clear <laughs> with two contenders. I, that could be the most competitive of all, right? <laughs> Who's gonna be the worst? <laughs> I don't know. Exciting exciting stuff. I don't know.